Tape six titled Literary... Oh my God. I've recorded this so many times. Oh my God. Tape six titled Three-Way Writer's Call featuring Literary Rejects, B-Side. Let's get back to it with the next question. When do you know when it's time to stop writing? Like now you're in the story, you're, you're writing, it's there. But when... When do you know when it's time to stop? Whether it's time to end the story or when you just need to take a step away and take a break. What are some indicators that you just need to chill out? You need to end it so it can be published or the story itself is dead and it's not going anywhere. And you just need to, you know, move on to something else. To me, I I say when it, it feels forced. Like if I'm, mm-hmm. I'm forcing myself to make this chapter be something that is not or I'm forcing myself to try to find some you know something to write or whatever that's when i'll be like i can't do this right now i gotta i gotta lay this down for me when do i know when it's time to stop writing no you got better at that because you used to be long women than a, a mother clucker honey yeah. when shantae first started writing she used to have a gag like it's so funny because I, I feel like me and shantae switch because shantae when she first started writing mm-hmm. like well her her earlier work she used to have a gang of narration, a gang of narration, just like talking, talking, you know, whatever. And so me, I'm more, I'm, I'm a, I'll be saying this word wrong all the time, dialogue type of person. Wait, how, so wait, I, wait, wait. Now, you know, I got to hear how you say it before. How, what, do you, what do you mean you say dialogue wrong? Like, how do you say it? I'll be, I'll be sometimes I'll be, I say dialogue, but sometimes I'll be like dialogue. I'll be like, no, that's not right. <laughs> dialogue. Yeah, she said, she cares it up, honey. Oh God! Oh yeah. It up. Yeah. I'll be tearing everything up, but no, she like and then me. I you know I was I'm more dialogue, which I, I still think I kind of am now. However, I do be doing a lot of narration, and then now it's like Shantae. She do a lot of uh, she she mixes it up. I found a good balance between right narrative, you know, narration, and then the dialogue because and I used to think like where did I where the hell did I get that from like why. Do I feel the need to give this much background? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you need the background, but why do I need, why do I feel the need to do that? And when I look back on this shit, the books that I was reading, that's how they was written. Mm. A lot of the people that I was reading, that's how they wrote. And you know, whether you want to or not, if you're an avid reader, which I am, you pick up on those things when you uh-huh. start writing your own stuff. And so I had to, I had to not do them and find a way to do me. And so I guess why I found, you know, that balance where I can get, you know, do the dialogue. And I, I just found that what I did was I found a way to turn a lot of that narrative into dialogue. Um. And you talking, don't just say it. Have, don't, you don't got to write it out. Like, this is how they was feeling. Like, have them say that's what they was feeling or that's what was going on. So yeah. that's how I think that up. Oh, I think I'm all dialogue. I might have like a little bit of narration, but I think I'm all dialogue. I, I would prefer, like a nice I balance. I prefer to read, like, more dialogue than narration. Yeah, because who can tell you something, like, better than the person just actually coming out and saying it? Like, no. But do it, does I it like depend it. on whether it's, who who's, if it's in first person or third person? Like, does it depend? Third person being better with narration versus first person yeah. being better with dialogue? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I'm, I really don't like to read third. I will read third person. Oh, I prefer it. I, I will, it. but I, I don't really like to read it. I prefer it. I can't. I don't. I don't like. I I don't like reading first person. Because if I'm not writing like, it, I, I don't do like both. to read it. I need. I can do mm-mm. both. I can read and write 
you know, both first and third person. I it want to write third person. I would love to write third person. I, it's just hard because I'm like, no, it's but it's me telling the story. It's not someone else I don't know. That's why I have to have the new pen name. With the new pen name, it's mm-hmm. not me. It's this other alter ego that's telling the story. So I think it will help me write a little bit better in third person but i strongly prefer to read third person because it's it's like i want it's like someone telling me a story it's like i i want what are you telling me well, what are we talking about here but if it's first person i'm reading and i have nothing to do with it i it's like i i me me i can't i don't i can't it's hard to relate i'll read it but i prefer third person especially with romance yeah. oh, especially with romance yeah Third person is bomb in romance. Especially in romance. But uh, what was that? What was that? I said, nah, I like the first person. Girl, you sound like, oh, I ain't, girl, I was looking for a Bible on the cross. I don't know what you would sound like just then. (laughs) All right. So the final question to end this, to wrap this up, is uh, to become a full-time writer or not to? You know, um, do you, for, I'll, I'll break it up into two parts. When do you know when it's time to become a full-time writer? Like Shantae, you still have, you have your part, your job, right? You still have yeah, your have. job. And Genesis, you're full-time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this, you guys are like perfect, like a perfect balance. Okay. So when, how, how did it become about becoming a full-time writer? Do you, do you recommend authors, new authors, and new writers, new writers, like giving up their job for the dream of becoming an author, full-time author. Do you recommend I, it? I, I don't. I, I feel like you need to get more, uh, more than two titles under your belt and you need to get a following. If you have a, a, a good following where you have uh, readers who automatically, it don't matter what you drop, they automatically one-clicking. Mm-hmm. And then you write, you know, lengthy books and stuff that's going to get you those page, pages read to to get get paid where you can live comfortably every month and not have to go to your nine to five. Then I see, then I can see you doing it. But if you just now coming out with one book, even with one book, your first book might be great. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and get you a, a few thousands of dollars. But then that second book come out and it can be a flop. Yeah. So then what you going to do? Because by this time, that first book that you was, you know, living off of, the, the, the sales is going to go, you know, get lower and lower because people ain't really going to be reading as much as they, you know, will your new stuff. Yeah. So I, I say to me, it, it would be smart to, to to get a rhythm going where you're constantly putting out work, mm-hmm. constantly making money, and then your, your fan base is, you know, you got a, a, a good following. Yeah. It's like, because this society right now, the industry, is, it's pop. It's like a popcorn microwave society. It's like, it's it's new writers coming out, new authors coming out every day. They publish in new works every day. I, I want to say the industry, the, the platform is flooded. But it can't, it sounds bad when I say it, but it really is. It's just, it's, it it's, is. it's flooded. Yeah. The market is flooded right now. I'm like, if you want to be a full-time writer, I... I don't even think, and I'm a full-time writer too. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't recommend it either. I wouldn't recommend, I mean, I, it's so hard to say because there are some people that are really like, this is what they want. This is what they dream. This is their passion. Like, that's my thing. Like, I don't feel comfortable telling yeah. somebody not to vote for that and not to do that. Right. I don't like, but 
for me personally, just for me, I don't feel, you know, comfortable telling somebody else not to do it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, for me, I have, you know, I'm married. You know, my husband is the breadwinner, basically. Yeah. I Instead of just quitting my job, like, completely, I went part-time. So I can dedicate more time to writing. Mm-hmm. I also have something to fall back on should this shit not work out. So and that- I've been in the game for three years, and I ain't made no just no shitload of money where I feel like that I even feel comfortable getting it in my mind that yeah. I don't want to work no more. Yeah. Now, that leads me to my question with you. How do you... You have the you have the job, the full, you know, well, both of y'all have full-time family, but the job, the wife, the kids, full house. How do you make time to write while still holding on to like day-to-day life of work, responsibilities? Like, how do you not get consumed with one or the other? Genesis, this applies to you too, because you got kids, I, you know, but go ahead. Chante, you first. Go ahead. Yeah, for me, going part-time helped a lot, but... At first, I found myself, like, on off days, damn off days, weekends, when I should have been, you know, maybe spending time with my family, I was mainly focused on writing. Yeah. But my husband is not the type that's going, like, not say anything. Like, I get that you're doing your thing, and I'm proud of you, but, like, we need you over here, too. Yeah. So, like, I had to find find a balance. Like, you (laughs) know, that's when I started setting my hours, like, I clock in to write just like I clock in to work at 6 o'clock in the morning. And I had to start, like, doing that. And when he get home from work, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, still on the laptop or I'm not still doing this or I'm not still, you know, still in my notebook and doing that. But it took him bringing that to my attention because, baby, if he wouldn't have said nothing, I probably might have been divorced because he would have left my ass because I think, you know, all mm-hmm. I folks saw was right. Because mm-hmm. all hey, I come out here making that shit work. So, you know, and that, I ain't gonna lie at the time, I was thinking, shit, I'm ready to quit my job. I want to be full-time. But when you think about it, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say, Jen? She said she might have been divorced. I said, friend, you can come live out here. You can Girl, shut the hell up. I'm sitting here <laughs> laughing, too. I'm like, you, you, you messed up her interview, her interview. You could come out here. Okay, so, Jen. And then with my kids, too, I had to, like, not just him. I had to do that with my kids. I have, you know, they grown now. And I think that's what also helped me because if I had small children like Jen have, I probably been able to do it like I'm doing it now. My kids are, my youngest is 18. They don't need me like Jen's kids need her. Yeah. You know, but I had to, I still got to make time to go, you know, to go to football games. I still got to make time to do senior stuff. And I had kids graduate from high school back to back to back. So I had to be there for all of that. And that's another thing when he brought it to my attention, like, hey, you kind of slipping. But you know, as wives, we don't really think we slip. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, per- I'm perfect, nigga. So <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he ain't, like I said, he ain't the type that just ain't going to not say nothing. Damn. My kids ain't even like, dang, mom, you know, what's up? I ain't seen you all day. You've been in your room on the computer all day. They'll, they'll call you out. And so, you know, I got people in my life that check me. So I'm like, okay, I need. And then it's hard. Like, what if you in a point where your story is just fucking flowing? Yeah. Hey, my nigga, give me a minute. Because you in a whole other world in that story. You in a whole nother life in that story. Man. It's not like right. people think we just staring at the computer screen. No, we out here living it up in this in this story right now. Like, we not you trying to come out. You to turn it off? What? Like, that's, that's where it sucks for me right there. When, because me. 
if I'm if I'm in if I'm flowing, like I I got to write that way because a nigga like me ain't no telling when I'm gonna write again. But when when shit flowing for me, mm -hmm. I gotta write that way so then my kids be suffering because they be coming in there, mom, we hungry, we hungry. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get up. Two hours later, we hungry, we hungry. Damn. <laughs> so, Not lying. Like, I've been on the phone with her and like listen. Just okay, be on the phone. Sometimes we just we having a writing session. We're not saying anything to one another. Mm -hmm. All you hear is all you hear is the clicking of the keyboard. Both of us, we just going in. Mm -hmm. Or she'd be like, you know, what's another word for so and so and so and so? Or, or I'll ask her a question. How do this sound? We going back and forth. I have sat on this phone doing this and heard her daughter, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> Oh. Hey, I said, my nigga, if you do not answer that baby, and then she be like, oh, what? Like, she, like I hear this kid, and she literally didn't hear. Okay. I'm <laughs> like, telling you. you. <laughs> she be in the zone. I'm like, man, that's like, I said, hey, she said she wants some water, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling Give you. Give baby some water. Mm -hmm. I, have, I, have to I have to keep it, because if I lose it, You when you in the zone, no, I, I, it's a, it's a beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. feeling. But when you out, it's, it's you out. Like it ain't. Yeah. It's, it's not even. Hell, right? Oh God, that's why I, fucking writer's block. Yeah. Fucking yeah. writer's block. Cannot stand it. So that was our last question. I have like little random questions. Like you know how writer's you know. Writer's block. Y'all want to talk about writer's block? Because I'm with it right now. I ha I'm in the middle of it right now. Right. But now. I told you what was helping me, you know what I'm saying, when I got stuck. I even had got stuck on the outline. Like, where do I go? Where does this story go from here? And I told you um, when I read that or listened to that uh, outline book mm -hmm. on Audible. And it was just like, I just started brainstorming and asking myself a lot of what if questions. Yeah. But what if this happened? Or what if that happened? And I just kept it like the more and more questions I put down, it just started coming to me. And I was able to go back to it. And that worked writing the story, too. Just take a, take a break and just get the brainstorming, jotting some stuff down and see where that takes you. I think my writer's block right now, I, don't, I won't say writer's block because I think where I'm at in the story is really good. But something has to be taken out. Something, so I'm I'm gonna try taking out a chapter and just act like it, just put it in another doc and act like it didn't exist in this in charm, and we're gonna see what happens from there. Yeah, but I go back to your question number four, like when you know when it's time for a break. Yeah. Story, like sometimes it's just something in that story that needs to be removed. Mm -hmm. or it's something a, like that a needs block. Added. Yeah. It's like a roadblock. It's like a road. Like mm -hmm. Right now, I'm I'm experiencing a roadblock, and I see there's something blocking it. I just don't know what it is. 
And it's not the story itself. Like, I feel like the story, that's why I was like, I don't know if I'm in the middle of writer's block more. So I just, something is not clicking. Right. And I'm not able to move forward. And I, and I see the other side. I see the other side. I know what's about to happen. It's about to go down. I'm about to introduce a whole nother character, but something is blocking. It's like I'm there, but I'm not there. Yeah. That's what it is. So I can still write. It's not writer's block because I can still write, but I'm, I'm just like, I'm halfway here in the real world paying bills and shit. And then I'm halfway in the story with like witches and shit, you know? So... I don't know. It's it's weird. How like I I don't know. Maybe I do need to take a break, but nah, because I need this book to come out by June first. I don't. These readers they getting a little bold in my inbox again. So Dang, that's that bullshit right there. I need- <laughs> that's, that's for another day. <laughs> Cafeteria shit. Damn. They get a little. Damn. They get a little bold in my inbox again. So I I just need to I I need to and then I feel so I feel so like. I'm grateful for the ones that be like, just take your time, sweetheart. Take your time. It's okay. I'm like, no, don't pity me. Don't do that. I'm trying. I really am trying to write as quickly as I can. Oh God, I feel bad because I feel like they feel bad for rushing me. And I'm like, no, I promise y'all like 80% of the pressure I'm putting on myself. Right. The rest that's because of- readers are, are they, 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 they spoiled. Like back yeah. in the day, we couldn't even talk to sister soldiers. You know what I'm saying? Or, or get in contact with Eric Jerome Dickey now. You know, read it via your inbox. Some words for Some got the telephone numbers. You know what I'm saying? All, all kinds of shit. And I, and I get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You reading, you reading our work. And you want to talk to your readers and stuff. But at that same time, y'all got to give me the space to be creative. Yeah. I just can't yeah. write, write a book when y'all want it. Because then when I, if I do that, Y'all, oh, what happened to this? Why you didn't write about this? Like, let me, give yeah. me, give me the time to do that. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I think, what was it, the, uh, one of the girls in the cafeteria, like, that was a constant post that was happening in there. Oh, it ain't no books to read. Oh, it's only trash. My niggas, it's five billion <laughs> books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Five billion. Go to Barnes & Noble. It's about two billion there. Like, I don't understand. It's books to read. Y'all just... Just, just say you want to read Desiree book. Like, if you switch genres for me, I switch genres a lot. Urban fiction is not like my top genre to read. That's like probably on the bottom. But I, I, I read a lot really? of different genres. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like on the bottom. I, I read a lot. Of, I prefer. I really prefer, you know, like interracial and, and mm-hmm. African American romance and and Russian mafia books. Like I like those. My favorite fantasy books, whatever. Urban fiction, yeah, I mean, I'll read it, but it ain't something like I'm like, unless, unless it's like authors that I, that I, that I love. Well, I'm, opposite. I'm opposite. Romance is like top, well, romance and urban fiction, like, they neck and neck for me. But do you I find, like, wait, but do you find with urban fiction, I just, I, I dead ass, like, yo, I dead ass just recorded another uh, episode and I was talking about urban fiction and somewhat the repetitive storylines. Now, I my argument is that all genres, genres, however you say it, all of them have the same repetitive storyline. But do you think uh-huh. urban fiction kind of is like beating a dead horse with that same storyline over and over? Is it more obvious with with urban fiction more so than with romance? Yeah, to me, for me, I'm not, and I ain't speaking for nobody else, but for me, it, it's more obvious um. for me. But, you know, like you said, it's the same, it's the same way in different genres. 
But in that same instance with urban fiction, just like the other genres, authors have different writing styles. Yeah. So, you know, they everybody can take a, a drug dealer, a virgin, uh, a crackhead mama, um, a, a scandalous-ass friend, mm-hmm. um, a, a, a new friend from work, and put them all in a story, you know what I'm saying, and then make it work for them and make you be like, damn, like, I like this book. Even exactly. though author ABC did the same book and you was like, this shit boring as fuck. Yeah. 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 It's all about how you write it. Like, all of these different genres, they got the same recycled uh, storyline, like you said. But if you make take that shit and make it your own, like, make that shit your own. Honestly, I didn't even get turned out to urban fiction until, like, 2013 or something really like before that listen before that i was reading nothing but romance and like i read eric jerome dickey rashonda t billingsley like that's all mary monroe Walter Sean, that's what i was reading that's really? all i was reading i wasn't reading no like i read coders went to ever after everybody else yeah you know what i'm saying like but i when i when i read it i fucked with it though but before that, girl, listen, I was reading Harlequins, like, when I wasn't supposed to be reading Harlequins. And mm-hmm. my uh, my mother-in-law used to have all them, I mean, my uh, stepmother used to have all them books. And I was reading them in Blaze Romances and stuff. Man. the Jackson, that's, that's who I read. Like, I did not get turned on to urban fiction till like, late in life. I, I don't know. I... I, so urban fiction started young, middle school, you know, the typical story, the typical writer story. Um, and then I switched over to romance and your, 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 uh, Tamara Sneed, your Angela Winter, your, uh, Celeste, uh, what's her last name? Norfleet or no Celeste Norfleet. I don't, yeah. People will know who I'm talking about. It ain't Celeste. I was going to call her Celeste Granger. You know what? I think she has a book uh, about a Grangers. Yeah, she does. Cause I saw that and I said, "Ill." I was like, "Oh my god, I could never, <laughs> I could never read that. <laughs> I could never read that." Like I, I don't even do. You, I couldn't even read if I see somebody that has like the main character's name is Desiree. I can't. I couldn't read it. It's, it's, I'm immediately turned off. But um, oh no, I think that's a more that's a more recent author. That's not the one I'm thinking of. Scratch that Granger part. Yeah. So I, and then when I tried to go back to urban fiction, probably like late 2007, 2008, I might've, this is when Triple Crown was like, they was running shit. Okay. This is before anybody knew they was on some funny money stuff. And I think I opened up a book and I might've read the first or second page. And I said, Whoa, I was like, Oh, Whoa, this is kind of not, this isn't really good at all. And I don't know if it was because it wasn't, it maybe it was maybe that was street fiction I was reading, but it still had the same the same setup the uh, the girl the virgin the kingpin you know but then I and then I picked up Hustler's Wife Thug Story that might have been just before college and my oh man that was those those books were good though I I don't know if I'll read them now but they're definitely in my collection and definitely helped shape the writer I am today. But yeah, urban fiction, someone asked me to read an urban fiction book today, I probably would not, I probably wouldn't do it. It's not my genre to go to either. I'm sitting here like, I'm like, why y'all don't like urban fiction? But here I am like, I don't read that shit either. I don't. I really don't. Girl, I do. I don't. And I write it and I won't, I won't read it. I just, I prefer, y'all know I like, I prefer my old school romance. Whatever I was reading in high school, 
or whatever the books that take place in the 90s, those romance novels, that's what I like to read because it just brings me back to that time. I don't know. I said in the uh, previous episode, I like books to be, you know, there's some, some people, some readers like, like books that have that mimic real life. Like, oh, there's real heartache. There's real deaths. A character dies. I don't want that. I don't want to read about characters dying. I don't want to read about characters that break up and never get together. No, I want a happy ending. I need some drama in the middle. I don't, cause that's, that's real life. If I wanted that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick up a book in the first place. So I try to stick with the books that I know have the happy endings and most romance novels typically have that. Uh, most romance novels, especially back then have, and now I see they freaking the romance novels with all type of shit going on. But, yeah, because um, they're supposed to have that. Like, that's like... Yeah, that's their repetitive storyline. That's line. what it is. Mm-hmm. Romance is happily ever after. That's what it is. Mm-hmm, mm. Is Every that still the biggest time. selling genre? The who? Isn't that the biggest selling genre, the romance? Yeah, romance. Yeah. yeah. Or was it like children's book or something? One of the two, just romance. It might have been romance. It's up there. Yeah. Right. I love... Oh, God. I love, 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 love romance novels especially them old school ones where the guy got a pager i'll beep you you know or i'm picking up the house phone where the man there was one story where homie was so the girl found out she she was a uh, i think she walked into the room and while her dude was in the shower um he got a phone call and he i guess she let it ring and the voicemail picked it up and this is when you can hear hey roger on it's me machine. yeah on the uh-huh. answer machine and so the guy calls in and the guy, she she calls him, I want to say she calls him Jax, Jackson. His name is Jackson. Lo and behold, that's probably where Jackson came from. Because I done read this book like 50 million times within a span of two weeks. And I'm probably going to read it again tonight. So she's coming, she walks into the room. You know, I think they just finished having sex. He's taking a shower. She's in like sexual bliss and she's happy. They're in love. And... She calls out, Jax, the phone's ringing, the phone's ringing. You know, he doesn't hear because he's in the shower. And the answer machine gets it up and it says, hey, DJ. I know he's like, I know you're probably, uh, you're probably busy right now. Did you, I just want to know, did you ever get that girl to fall in love with you? Did you, did you da 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 this and that? Like, did you find your kid? She was raising this little girl. Um, it's her daughter, but not by birth. But turns out this guy that she, that was in the shower, he... Um, only got with her to get close to his daughter because that was his daughter. And something about she had money and he was trying to get close to her because she got money, the daughter, all kind of stuff. So he he played his way into her life and then ended up falling in love with her. So yeah, he's like, yeah, hey DJ. And homie just giving out all the secrets, all the, oh yeah, did you get that crazy lady to fall in love with you? Like, oh, she's a fool, but I know you a play, you know, you've you been a player. You know how they be talking back then. You a player, you got this. Like, all well, kind of stuff. Saying all that on the damn voicemail. Because I, I don't think he thought oh, he was. Yeah. And so he comes out the shower and she is distraught. Like, oh my God. And he's like, I can explain. I've been meaning to tell you. And she's like, get away. I don't want to talk. You know, she's screaming, crying. Uh-huh. He's trying to. How about homegirl ran out the house. She was driving blindly, just blindly hurt and gets into a car accident. Like you and book dramatic as fuck, but this is what I was I lived for. I was in my room with the book to my chest, like, oh no, no, she got to a car accident. Oh my god. I had the book I had that book to my chest and she, you know, someone comes up, like, ma'am, are you okay? Are you okay? And she the her last words were, Tell him I'm sorry, tell him I forgive him and I love him. 
and she blacks out, goes to the hospital, all kind of shit. He gets the phone call that she's in the hospital because she had a car accident. He's distraught because he's thinking it's his fault. I mean, that's that book is crazy. I oh god, <laughs> I lo- it's like the what per- is that book called? Um, it's called. Oh shit! I don't know. It's I just oh god, y'all gonna make me go downstairs. For anybody listening to this, I'm you're gonna hear footsteps and doors and shit because I'm about to go down and find it. Or wait, maybe it's in this room. But it's such a good, such a good story. Um, let me see. And it's by oh man, it's not here. It's not here. Hold on. But yeah. So while I'm thinking of this story, y'all have anything else? While well, I'm going to find this story, do y'all have anything else y'all want to add? Like, what's y'all current project y'all working on? Um, I'm currently working on Oh, yeah, she's working on Broder's Brothers, on Tahid and Casey's book. And then I'm working on um, book two for um, After Love Hurts. So, oh. yeah. what's the title? Uh you know I'll be giving no title. Um, ooh, what's y'all weather looking like over there? Cause it's raining over here. It was a hundred degrees out here today. Really? It was a storm last night, but it's uh, it was like chilly today. A hundred degrees? Mm-hmm. I live in a desert. Ain't no damn way. I oh I can't I don't and I know Atlanta can get to that during the summer. I'm just not looking forward to it. That shit said, I think last year it was like, yo, look who's Blake. I, look who's uh, Blake. Look whose book I just ran up on, Blake. I'm sitting here going through my shelf right now and I see his uh, his book. But um, I know it can get like that in Atlanta and it'll be like 96 degrees, but the it'll feel like 106. And I'm like, oh God, let me just stay well, my... Girl, getting 125 out here. Oh, no, 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 no. I would pack up and leave. <laughs> there is no way I can do that. Y'all, I really dead ass cannot find the book. Oh my god! And I kind of want to read it now. It's probably somewhere close to my bed or something. Cause I, I, if it's a good book like that, I keep it with me all the time, all the time, all the time. I don't. That book like that is not good. She was dating a mercenary, like an ex mercenary, so he was a killer, like a hired killer, like GI Joe type shit. So he he got himself into her life. He followed her. He's kind of like he's been watching her for a while. And plotting on how he can um, get close to her. And that once he finally did it, I don't think he expected to uh, fall in love with her. And, oh, man, the ending. The ending is crazy because someone tried to kill him. Dude, she was supposed to marry, get a little crazy. Because she's worth worth a lot of money. And, um, damn, that's some crazy shit that I can't find a damn book. That is some crazy shit. But, yeah. Oh, Celeste, her name is Celeste, Celeste Norfleet. Celeste O. Norfleet. Not oh, the book I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, so I had it right. I had it right. How did the name Literary Rejects come about? Okay. Look at yeah. y'all. Y'all, y'all get, y'all, y'all just, I'm going I'm to cut all this shit. I'm going to edit all this out. But go Desi, ahead. She, she does it every time on every video we didn't ever talk about it. Oh, if y'all already talked about it, well, I guess. We'll just imagine like this is gonna be a new audience. Oh, we, you know what? When you interviewed us for Bike Toys and Hot Boys, we did it on there. Oh, remember when we did that one YouTube video? You still recording? I am recording, so this will probably all be oh. shit too. Yeah. Well, okay. Literary reader, basically, we call ourselves that because we are in this little literary world, and um, <laughs> we're rejects. 
Shantae, why are you literary rejects? <laughs> she get on my last nerve. So we was like, we, how was we, I don't even know like what was going on, why we were searching for a name. Like, I think at the time we came up with the name, we didn't even have nothing. Like we didn't have the book club thing planned. It was, I think it started out for something else. But it kind of just sums us up, like, you know, two writers trying to make it in this literary world, as Jen said, and like not really, not really like where we wanted, want to be Mm -hmm. and not accepted by like mainstream, mainstream just yet. We still on a reject level. And, you know, we gonna call ourselves that whenever, whenever we do make it big or whatever, too. But, um. It's That's one big popularity contest. I think a yeah, lot of it is one like big popularity contest. Yeah, just like the popularity contest. Mm-hmm. We, 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 the, we some cool kids, but we ain't at the popular kids, you know, table in the yeah. lunchroom, basically. Yeah. So that's why, you know, we just ain't been, ain't no day sleeping on us. That's what Jen normally say. Yeah, I don't know where she came with the, uh, and where's um, Redax? Like, eh, what? <laughs> kind of shit was that? But do you know I'm recording? Like y'all readers is gonna listen to this. Y'all got readers and in that when group. When I tell you, she does it so eloquently on any other thing, and she got on her talking about and uh, we're rejects. The fuck? <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, next question. Describe your writing space. Current your current writing space. Girl. I was in the bed today. I was in my bedroom with my little um. What is it? I don't even know what you call it. Like your makeshift little desk thing that you sit on your yeah. lap. Yeah. So I'll I was in the bed today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I was at. Yesterday I was at the uh, dining room table. Before that, I think I was on the desktop, like at the actual desk, right there. Like I guess it just depends on my mood, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like when I get at the desktop or I get at the table, like it's like okay, bitch, you got work to do today. Yeah. When I'm in the bed, it's more like a lazy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably, I probably don't need to be in the bed writing because like, I'm more so probably on Facebook or some shit like that. I bullshit a lot when I write in the bed. Yeah. But then if I write anywhere else, it's like, I know, like, you need to get to work. In Genesis? 90% of the time, my writing space is in my office, which is the bathroom in my bedroom. Yeah. All right. Disgusting. <laughs> but it's the only it's the only place it's the only place I can be because you know I can with my kids when they starting to get too on the mom 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 I can close the door and lock it you know what I'm saying like yeah and they're hiding from them babies Lord Jesus like <laughs> I need some just give me a minute y'all do y'all but, um listen to music before or during or you don't listen to music at all. I do a mix. Well, I do a mix. Yeah, it varies. Some days I just be, I need it to be quiet. I can't, like, I don't need anything distracting me. And honestly, those are the days when the shit really, really flows. When it's just me and some quiet, and that's it. But some days I need music for like inspiration. Sometimes, um. and that when that get me going, sometimes I cut it off. But sometimes I need it to like just you know keep me going. And then. What's the writing goal for the next writing session? Like your very next writing session, what's the goal for that? I've been doing a chapter a day. That's that's what I've been that's what I've been focusing on. With doing with the other things I have going, like my candles and all that kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. My goal has been to do a chapter a day. I didn't do it well, I didn't do I ain't gonna lie. I didn't do it today and I didn't do it yesterday. But um, I'm gonna be back on it tomorrow. But that's the goal I set for myself. And I'm trying to release this book 
before my birthday, which is in June. So mine is um, a chapter in each book that I'm writing. How many books are you writing? Two at the same time. Yeah. More power to you. More power to you. I Well, they're kind of like, the events are like kind of occurring at the same time. Hell it, we're no. talking about two separate brothers. So it's like, that's what no. this, you see why I had to outline though? Because I can't have no. nothing overlap and I can't be repeating something that happened in this book and this book. Hell so no. <laughs> All I'm having traumatic flashbacks from chaos. You more power to yeah. you. I ain't yeah. do. Oh God. Those. This is my first time doing it, so I, I should outline. Yeah, you needed to outline that shit. You had yeah. to outline that. There is no way. There's no way of. There's no way possible you can do that without it. But you know what? Outlining, even that is a form of freehand. Yeah, even that's a form of freehand. I had to think. I sat there and thought about it. I'm like, that's still free. That's still freestyling it. Like that's like a, a different le- that's like a whole freak level of freestyling a story. You're outlining. You you know a story before you even write it and you're coming up with it as you go for the outline. Then boom, you write the story. But we'll save that for a whole nother because y'all know I'm finna go rambling on and on. Um any last words, any shout outs to the book clubs, cafeteria. Hopefully y'all listening or not. Charmed is not done. I'm still at this baby shower with Nevea. Um Literary Rejects, how y'all doing Thank next door? You know. Um, who else? Anybody else we got to shout out? Um, uh-uh. Shit, that's, that's it. it. Fuck everybody else. Over and out. <laughs>